Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Hi everyone, I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. I'm happy to be back, Jenny. I, I couldn't... Welcome. For reasons we will discuss later, uh, <laughs> I couldn't make it to last week's recording, but I'm glad that Kevin stepped in and you guys uh, did a did a fun little episode. But, you know, as I was listening, I was like, did this episode just end? It did, and I'll tell you why. I'll what tell you happened? what happened. Yeah. I'll tell you what happened. Oh, my God. We were almost done, obviously. Thank God. Or else we wouldn't have had an episode. But towards the end, I get a text message from my aunt Let me read it because it's just real fucking funny. Here we go. Jenny, did you have or adopt a baby? Question mark, question mark, exclamation point, question mark, question mark, exclamation point. And I'm like, what? What? Where did she? I wrote back. I'm like, what? Who on earth told you that outrageous lie? Then she goes, look at this post. And she shares one of my posts on Facebook from the day prior of a photo of my best friend's baby in the photo he's four months old first of all joanna the baby looks more like it would be your baby red-headed white freckled green-eyed baby look wait 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 so she so she okay so this 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 photo you posted at some point in your life or like i posted it like three the day prior to that is when i posted okay because okay for context my best friend patricia who lives in Orlando, Florida, is a very talented photographer, and she started her photography business. And to promote her photography business, I wrote a whole caption, the link to her Instagram, a photo of her, and then a separate photo of her baby because she took the photo, and it's a very nice-looking professional photo to kind of show people, hey, she can do all kinds of photography. Bring your baby. I don't fucking know. And so I didn't think anything of it. I promoted it everywhere. So she sees this post, and without context, it just looks like I shared a photo of a baby wearing a Halloween onesie, which in hindsight I realized was a mistake. Which could would be your baby. Exactly. Which I would was be like, your baby. Fuck, your baby fuck, would have a Halloween fuck. onesie. Yeah, well, fuck me, right? So then she goes, Jenny, everyone's talking about it on Facebook and congratulating you. So I, I kind of zone out. Poor Kevin's just staring at me. I'm having, like, a freak out, you know? And I'm just scrolling through Facebook. And so many people are like, oh, my God, no wonder I haven't seen a lot of videos from you. You had a secret baby. Oh, Joanna, you know, no 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 how many people, how many people were saying like, oh, my God, Jenny had a baby. Yes, online. a bunch, like, a how- bunch, a bunch, a bunch on Facebook, only on Facebook. Everyone started throwing like, oh, my God, congratulations. One person was a total jackass. I don't know if you know Laura Clary, the online comedian. Uh-huh. She recently had two kids kind of back to back. And she's like, she's huge. She has like millions of followers. And someone was like, oh, 
I hope you don't turn out to be like Laura Clary, who only makes content about her baby. <laughs> I love that they're already making the assumption that you had a child, and then they stepped forward and made the assumption that you would only create content about your child. What a fucking sopping. There was already four steps they took. Absolutely. I'm like, this is what it would be like, wouldn't it? I have a baby, and then all these fucking strangers on the internet start telling me what to do and not to do with my baby on the end. Everyone can suck a chode, all right? I am so fucking <laughs> tired of this. So then what did you do? Dude, I had, I, I, I panicked. I can't, I told Kevin, Kevin, I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I was shaking and I was like, I need, I need to go live on Facebook and I need to fix this because everyone thinks I had a full ass, fully cooked baby. <laughs> and look, my, my best friend, Patty, she's Cuban, but she's a very, very white, redheaded, beautiful Cuban. And then her husband's white. And I said, you guys, when I went live, of course, I was very nice because no one was being mean except for that one Laura Clary supingle. But I said, guys, have you seen me and my husband? First of all, if I had a kid with David, he would take up all the genes. He has all the dominant genes. That kid is going to come out looking like Bruno from Encanto. Do you think that this would be my baby with David? I mean, I don't know, Jenny, considering people just jump to conclusions, they might be like, yeah, she stole that baby and now that baby I, you is don't hers. Say. That's why my aunt was like, did you adopt? At least there was that kind of thought process. Like she adopted a cute white baby. <laughs> anyway, whatever, that that happened. And I know today we're, you know, we want to talk about like expectations versus reality. And I think a lot of people expect me at 35 years of age where my eggs are drying yeah. up and shriveling and screaming at me from under all these layers of flesh and disgusting shit, like, please, fertilize me. And I'm like, no, bitch. So that's basically the conversation every time I ovulate, right? Like, I'm like, no, bitch. Oh, God. You ain't getting fertilized. It's very interesting because as a married 30-something-year-old woman, <laughs> like, the expectation is like, oh, yeah, to me, the same thing. It's like, oh, y lo hijo? Like, wh whenever. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. hey, I'm writing for for an HBO Max show. And people are like, well, mm. the baby? And I'm like, what? okay, I my your expectation was I was going to call you to tell you I was, I'm pregnant. I'm not calling you to tell you I'm moving out to L.A. for a few months because I, I booked a gig. And that's like not enough. Since it didn't arise to your expectation, you were not mm -hmm. happy about it. No. Everyone, like, dude, I feel like especially my older fans that are like, you know, older, like, Cuban ladies. They're like, ay, pero cuando va a tener Like, they, people are just dying for me to have a kid. But I've made it very clear multiple times online. I'm like, mm, not happening. What I think is kind of funny about your whole reaction is, like, you, you reacted as if a sex tape had been leaked. You know, you're right. And you were like, absolutely fucking not. I cannot believe people would assume I'd have a baby. <laughs> I, I am going to implode. I have to call the cops. Like you. Were I, yeah, it really bothered me for some reason. I was like, no. I just couldn't believe it. It's people creating your narrative. Yeah, that's really what it is. No, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Most of my life, I'm trying to like taper my expectations because I, I'm a neurotic person. And neurotic people, what we do and what makes us such great writers is that we just think about everything that can go wrong in our lives all the time. <laughs> and when something as like traumatic as a move happens, like my what my brain does is like, okay, create some expectations. You're going to be shot. <laughs> like you're going to be stabbed with a heroin needle in the eye. Like why are all these things a possibility I'm creating in my brain? But 
Mm-hmm. When I was planning, when I was organizing my move to Los Angeles, which we talked about in that last episode, I thought I had everything under control. You know, I was like, I've mm-hmm. thought of every single situation that could happen to me because that's what I do as a neurotic. And I think I've, I've planned everything accordingly to avoid that from happening. But you can't really plan every detail in life. And when life happens and, and all those plans didn't, <laughs> didn't result in just a peaceful experience, I implode. I like, I had like three panic attacks last week for sure. For sure. Like, oh like I had three panic attacks. <laughs> when I have panic attacks, my hands, I think I've told you this, they like clench up like an Italian explaining something. Like, ah, oh, ma la pasta no. la mamma mia. Like my hands just cinch up and I can't <laughs> use them. It happened three times. That's how that's how stressed I was. What did it what did you guys think was happening? Well, me and Kevin were texting each other, like, oh my god, like, is Joanna okay? Like, where is she? Like, <laughs> like is she gonna move? Oh my god. Is she is she safe? Because we both really were we were stressed and excited for you and anxious for you. And we were like, oh, my God, is Joanna going to hate LA, love LA? Is she going to be safe? Is she going to love where she's staying? Oh, my God. And, you know, then when things started to get real wacky for you, what did you say? Do you remember? I said it felt like Joanna was our kid and we had sent her to <laughs> summer camp and she wasn't having a good time. And we were really worried about her. Jenny, you did have a kid, but that kid was just me. It wasn't a white baby. It was me. <laughs> Yeah, symbolically, yes, yeah. <laughs> that was your child. <laughs> so what happened, Joanna? What so I, happened? I feel like a lot of my LA friends felt really responsible for me, and that was very sweet of them, and very sweet <laughs> of you guys. I know you guys were concerned. I thought I had everything under control. I really did. I was. I convinced myself. I was like, I did all my research. I planned every day accordingly. I planned where I'm going to live. I planned my walk to work. I planned everything. But when you arrive somewhere, it's so different than when you imagine. And I always talk about this with my mom. My mom always says that the things you worry about in life are rarely the ones that fuck your life up. Like the things that are going to make you tumble in this thing called life are not the, are not the things that you're like, oh, you know what? I, I'm a li- I, am, I am terrified of this thing. So I'm going to prepare for it. No, something you are not expecting is going to come and fuck your life up. You know? Um, I think, I think the simple way of saying it is life is unexpected, but I just used 200 words to say that. Uh Uh-oh. See, like my mic unexpectedly broke while I was setting it up and now it's, uh, like holding on for dear life. Anyway, (laughs) so I also have allergies. The new house I'm in gives me allergies. (sighs) <sighs> That's why I'm oh sniffling so much, guys. God, no, Jesus. I have yet to figure my life out here. <laughs> you see, Kevin, we should have sent her off with her allergy medication. You see what happens? <laughs> I'm not having a good time. <laughs> I don't like kayaking. I miss my mom. Like that's. <laughs> this is me in the summer camp I call LA. <laughs> I don't understand. I don't want to get a car. Why are you telling me I need to get a car? I miss walking. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Okay, so I get to L.A., right? And I have this apartment set up in this supposedly really nice building. And the company I use to book the apartment has a host. It's, It's someone that comes up to the building and, like, gives you a tour, uh, opens the door for you, tells you where the amenities are, etc. So I get to the building and the host is nowhere to be found. And Hollywood is like New York, but worse. 
Like it, nah. New York grittiness, for some reason, I don't know if it's just that I'm used to it, but it feels less crazy. I feel like Hollywood grittiness, like the, I think the people that were yelling at each other while wearing wigs around the building I was at, feels very much like people that thought they were maybe going to make it in Hollywood and then their dreams and expectations weren't met. And then they still think they might be able to make it. So it's almost like a delusional grit. It felt very bizarre. And I was just standing there and one guy comes up to me and I was like trying to be nice. And he was telling me about... Oh boy. He was telling me... I feel like this is going to sound made up, but he was telling me that he was a writer and that he sold a movie... And that, and I was like, why is this man coming up to me to tell me about his screenplay? Like, this feels like a sketch about what Los Angeles is. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. Finally, an hour and a half passes, my host arrives. This person that like was sort of assigned to me to be able to like, you know, get into the apartment and into the building. And this host, late, very late host, I was trying to like be very nice, but I was about to Karen it up because I was very angry that I was like standing there for so long with all my bags. <laughs> she clearly is not normal. And I, I rarely use the word normal in this way, but I think this person was definitely on some drug and was very erratic and not normal. Like, I'm sure she would be able to be normal, but she was under the influence of a lot of things and she was making me feel very unsafe. But I was like, all right, you know what? Don't worry, Joanna. It's all good. Like, this hasn't been the most like smooth of landings, but you're going to get into your apartment and everything's going to be fine. <laughs> so I'm, I'm with this. Let's call her Chrissy. So Chrissy walks me to my apartment in the hallways. There's like trash on the floor. <laughs> there's uh like dirt. It's just like not a clean building. But I'm like, you know what, Joanna? I keep on calming myself down. I'm like, you know what, Joanna? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares what the building's like? Who cares what the outside is like? Who cares? <laughs> like just trying to convince myself like everything is fine. It, it, all that matters <laughs> is that your apartment is fine. It All that matters is that your apartment is cutie, cutie, patootie. <laughs> I get into the apartment. Cutie, cutie, patootie. <laughs> Cutie, cutie, patootie. I'm like delusionally trying Me to convince muero, myself bro. everything is oh fine. God. Well, yeah, because I, I was just like, I, this has to work out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get to the apartment. Chrissy is like almost manically like trying to fix stuff around the apartment because the apartment wasn't ready for my arrival. All the furniture wasn't there and my washer dryer unit wasn't there. So it wasn't what I was expecting. But but not, not a big deal. I was like, not a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's all good, whatever. And then Chrissy is like, oh my God, like I've never... I've never, I've never, I've never, I've literally like never seen an apartment like this. I'm not, and I'm like, all right, Chrissy, I need you to get out of my apartment. Like I would, I, I, I wanted her out of my home, you know, oh she wouldn't God. leave. 
she wouldn't leave. She wouldn't leave. She wouldn't leave. And then finally I was like, I am leaving and I need you to leave. Because I don't think she was picking up on social cues that I wanted her to leave my apartment. So I walk out and the the building, what I can describe is kind of like a concrete maze that is pretending to be luxurious, but is actually just a dirty place. So it 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 it, it is like if a resume was a building. Like yeah, it has all these things. Like it has a gym, it has a pool, it has all these things. It looks good on paper. But then you you're there and you're like it's like you've embellished. You embellished your resume, honey, cuz this is It's like you put, you know, you spritzed some perfume on a little caquita on the street. Exactamente. And like the spritz smells good, but like the caquita's there. Yeah. That night, I, I'm trying to go to sleep, and my upstairs neighbor... There's so much to this story. I hope I can get through it quickly. <laughs> my upstairs neighbor is like... I, I don't know what he's doing. It seems like he's trying to run a marathon in his apartment. A marathon where you run and drop things until 6 in the morning. So I didn't sleep that night. And I was like, I'm not going to complain. I don't want to be that person that complains. I'm just going to like buck up and, and, and just live this life. Live this life in this shitty building with an upstairs neighbor that doesn't let me sleep. And... Chrissy starts texting me, like, as if we're friends, right? Okay. Like, I, oh my God, like, hi, like, here I am. I love squash. Do you like squash? I'm like, Chrissy, the fuck you talk about? I'm at work. And she's like, I love potatoes. Like, she's just, like, not normal, okay? Okay. I made the mistake of giving her my phone number, Jenny. Yeah, big mistake. But that was, I, I also gave my downstairs neighbor my phone number. We, you know, no, not, you know, we can't always do the right thing. Yeah, so like Chrissy starts like texting me a lot, and by a lot I mean like it's making it's starting to make me feel uncomfortable, <laughs> even more uncomfortable. Um, and and I I get to a breaking point when she informs me that she went into my apartment mm. without my permission to smoke weed. Excuse me, what? On her break. Like excuse, what? And I was like, hold on. I, at first I was like. Oh, this is a quirky, funny person. And then I checked my phone during my break at work. And she's like, yo, I needed a breaky breaky. So I brought some weed and smoked it in your apartment. Hope you don't mind. I'm like, are you high? Well, yeah, she is. This sounds like some shit that you'd see on TV. Why would she choose your apartment out of all the other ones in the building to smoke weed in? Because I'm too nice. Because... even though I was uncomfortable, I didn't voice it. I was still too nice to her because I thought that niceness would let would make her go away. Turns out niceness was like a little piece of food at the bottom of the fish tank. And the fish is just like pecking and pecking and pecking at it, okay? <laughs> I get concerned and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to management and I need to make a complaint. Like I need a complaint about about Chrissy, and while I'm at it, I'm going to ask them to tell the upstairs neighbor to maybe not run a dropping, running marathon till six in the morning, you know? Fuck it. I'm a, I'm an independent, strong woman. I'm going to do this. So I go, I do it. They uh, let the neighbor know, and they let Chrissy know. And what happened after is just a cacophony of passive aggressiveness that was right on the border of aggressiveness and, like, potentially violence. Just for some context, I haven't slept in like five nights. I think I've slept three hours a night for five nights. I'm like on the verge of a mental breakdown. Great. I open my door and there's a note from one of my neighbors and it says, heard you complain about me keeping you up at night. Looking forward to keeping you up at night for many weeks to come. Uh, And I'm like, this is the beginning of a murder. Dude, for real. For real, dude. I cannot believe this. Well, I can. 
Why am I acting surprised? I already imagined the podcast about my murder. Like, and then she opened her door, and there. <laughs> Me and Kevin was a note. end up turning this into like a murder podcast about <laughs> Joanna's like mysterious LA death. Hyphenated the podcast about Joanna Houseman's death. <laughs> what could have been done to avoid it, and why we didn't do enough. Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> why did we tell her it was a good idea to move here? Oh man. So I was like, all right, strike. 55. I need to get out of this building, <laughs> right? As I'm walking home, yeah. I start getting text messages from numbers I don't know. It's Chrissy from different phones. And Chrissy is not happy because apparently, even though I asked them not to fire her, was fired. And she is not happy about it. And oh, I am the cause for her firing. I didn't know it went that far, dude. Yeah. So she started texting me, <laughs> oh my God. you are darkness. You are the devil. And I hope the light comes to save you in the meantime i pray for you and i'm like okay if she's all she's gonna do is pray for me i'm fine you know oh my god but then the the text started getting more it's not violent but more like mysterious and she's like people like you karma comes and gets them and I'm like, okay, I don't know what karma is because pe- a lot of people use karma to excuse their actions <laughs> as like <laughs> justice. So I, it seems to me this woman knows where I live, can get access to my keys somehow. And my upstairs neighbor is saying he's going to make a shit ton of noise. I mean, these two people are going to join together and murder me in unison. So I have a mental breakdown my like fifth day of work. I cried in front of like everybody. No, oh my God. I didn't even wait a full week. I didn't wait a full week. I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. (gasps) Like a little baby, like a little baby, (laughs) like your baby. I was, I was, I should have said, I'm Jenny's redheaded, freckled baby. That's why I'm crying. I'm not an adult yet. Joanna. I was like, everything I, everything I thought was going to be under control were the exact things that were not under control. And everything I thought was going to be problematic, like, oh my God, what if people don't like me at work? What if all these things? Those things were fine. The things I was, I, the things I was really worried about, everything was fine. The things I had under control was, were completely not fine. Just absolutely not fine. So after mm-hmm. that, I, I called the company and they were like, you need to get out of that apartment. Uh, we can't pay for a hotel. But, uh, and I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. So I, I would do hotels tonight, every night. So I lived in three different hotels before finally finding a home. Oh I was like God. with with a lamp and a plant and like throw pillows and candles and then my bags. Like I'd go I'd go and move in for a night at a hotel and have to leave. So I was I was really put to the test and I realized that I'm, you know, I'm someone that I'm, I'm so scatterbrained and anxious and whatever. Like I need my center. I need my home. I need my routines and that helps me not lose things in my ADHD. Like I, I, I have a structure in my life that really helps me be high functioning and, uh, and I had no structure and it was, it was so hard. <laughs> and I know like, and, and when I would complain to people about it, they'd be like, I, Chica, por favor, mira, you're killing it in LA. No, don't complain. I'm like, I don't know, man. I feel like it was a pretty rough 10 days. <laughs> I thought I was going to be murdered maybe by Chrissy and my upstairs neighbor. Dude, you experienced an entire arc that one would mm-hmm. see in a feature film in those 10 days. Oh my God. We should write a movie about this. I would. 
I mean, you can, technically. Yeah. The first person I want to try to help you cast is Chrissy, because that's a fucking character right fucking there. <laughs> when she got fired, the building, the building manager, who I love, his name was Star with two R's. Of course it was. Uh-huh. And by the way, he wore a fedora that matched his tie. Okay. Already red flag that that is not the place I should be living. <laughs> he was like, I'm really sorry this came at the expense of you, but I'm so happy she's gone. And I'm like... Okay, good for you, man. So you did a you did a good thing. You did a good <laughs> thing. You're already starting to clean up LA, one Chrissy at a time. I am. Oh my god, you're right, Jenny. So the fact that Joanna, despite all of these trials and tribulations, still managed to become BFFs with the doorman, which is very much main character energy. This is a movie. That's what are you do? What are we doing right now? Why are we Why are we recording this podcast? You should be sitting at a cafe, pondering these 10 days and writing a screenplay. I know. And you know what? Star is my favorite <laughs> character in all this because he's the LA character that like symbolizes so many failed oh my dreams God. in LA. This is heartbreaking. He went to like NYU drama school for acting. He's like in his late 50s and he was like, yeah, no, I didn't make it as an actor and now I'm just working at this horrible building. No. You know what? Let's cast him in my movie. I would. We can cast Star. We'll cast Star as Star. I it always gives me anxiety these stories. I want everyone to fulfill their dreams and oh, makes me sad. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag and Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego. When I have to deal with crazy people in New York, it's usually like, yeah, this person's just straight up like crazy. Like they, they, they are not medicated, they're unstable, and they're, that's it. And here it's like, oh, maybe L.A. made them crazy. Like They came here with a dream from a small town and then life just hit them a bunch of times and they still think that maybe they can make it. It's so weird. It's it's this mirage of mm -hmm. like of dreams. It's like th this is why like Mulholland Drive, that movie like exists. Right. It's this yeah. the city is a, a city of dreams here. It, the weather's fine. Yeah. People are pretty pleasant and it's a pleasant city. You know, it's pleasant weather. It The city isn't trying to push you out. It actually is inviting you in. Yeah, it's very inviting. Well, New York, like, the city's trying to push you out constantly. <laughs> it's rejecting you like a shitty transplant. Yeah, like, uh, Chrissy, I don't want to say too much about her because I'm scared she's going to find me. She's probably going to listen to this and hear the background and be like, that cricket, that cricket only exists in Culver City, California. <laughs> I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Man, she must be real high to detect that. <laughs> She's like, I'm a dancer. Uh, and I'm like, oh, what type of dancer? And she's like, oh, I'm a pole dancer. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, that's that's dope. And she's like, yeah, Olympic level pole dancing. And I said, I don't think that's a thing. 
I don't think there's Olympic <laughs> level pole dance. Like I think there's like maybe a gymnastic level pole dancing. And a gold medalist. <laughs> I took the golds for America. And I remember the week I moved to New York was kind of a similar thing. Like I arrived to New York thinking that like everything was going to be fine. I was worried about my work. I was worried about this. And actually the city was really tough on me. And within the first few weeks of me moving to New York, <laughs> I got into a black cab, which is, you know, this is before Uber. So these are the cabs that are like just black cars and aren't really officially cabs, but everyone uses them. I got into a black cab with like my laptop, my camera, my cell phone, my, I had just gotten out of a shoot. It was raining. It was awful. And I was informed by the driver that his credit card machine wasn't working. So he stopped, he stopped at an ATM for me to get cash. And he drove away with my camera, my, <laughs> my laptop, my cell phone. And I, all I had was my wallet in my hand. I lost every, I had spent all this money on my equipment to be able to book gigs. And he drove away with it. He drove away with my dreams. Ugh. And when I called the NYPD Jenny and I'm telling them the story, and they're like, they are laughing. They're like, they're literally laughing in my face. They're like, wait, wait, wait. You're telling me you got you got into a black cab and then you fucking left your shit there to go get cash. And I'm like, yeah, man, why is it so crap? Why am I paying taxes to pay for your freaking salary if you're going to laugh at me when my shit's stolen? Never found the guy. And it was like a really rough arrival to New York as well. Like it's something that I think happens to me every time I get to a new city. In Boston, my wallet was stolen in the first couple of weeks. Oh my God, dude. Yeah, I, I, maybe I'm the problem, but. <laughs> Am I the drama? Maybe I'm the drama. I think I'm the drama. I don't think I'm the drama. Maybe I am. Yeah. <laughs> I think I might be the drama, Jenny. No, well, perhaps. I'm going to tell you one thing. And I said this to my friend yesterday. I am the luckiest unlucky person you've ever met in your life. Sounds about right. I'm I'm like riddled with unluckiness. But within my unluckiness, I have the most lucky experiences. Like you have face cancer. Oh, but like we caught it. And after a few months, you're going to be fine. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. All your shit got stolen. But hey, you know what? Your parents were in town and they came to pick you up and you got the help you needed and everything is fine. Like here, I, I ended up after everything that happened uh, last week, I ended up in an Airbnb that usually isn't available. A really nice, like calm apartment. I'm not going to say where because Chrissy might be listening. Uh, it's not in Hollywood. And, you know, it. it's I wouldn't have stumbled upon living here if it hadn't have been for everything that happened. And I really love it here. So Joanna's now a suburban whore. <laughs> I am. Jenny, I love it. I absolutely, I don't know who I am anymore. I'm like walking around and it's just green and pretty and there's a park. Yeah? And it's really? quiet. Oh, really? I sleep with the window okay. open mm. and I'm like, there's no noise. Wow. It's just quiet. Why not? And it's nice. Now you know. <laughs> now you know why most of us live where we live. I, I get it. <laughs> I was walking and I was on the phone the other day and... I just walked to the restaurant and walked back on my nice suburban street. And I was looking at all the houses and I was like, I wonder how much this house is. And I'm like, oh my God, who like in the, in my movie, I, it would have like zoomed into my fa face and I would have looked straight <laughs> into the camera and said, who have I become? Yeah. Like I actually really like it in, I, I that's the thing. My expectation was I'm going to hate LA. I'm, what I'm going to hate about LA are the things that make LA LA. And I tried to find the New York experience in Los Angeles. But what turned out happening was, I didn't like the New York experience in Los Angeles because you can't have a New York experience in another city. Absolutely and not. Yeah. I had to be open to to the scary reality of, of living an L.A. experience. I didn't want to. And now that I have, I can say it's really, really nice. 
I like it. Yeah, it puts you in a good mood. I'm a suburban whore just like you, Jenny. Yeah, suburban, suburban whore just like whores you. coming to you on HBO Max in 2024. <laughs> now we can move in together. We can move in next to each other. My house will be just a glass block. And yours? will be a quirky little tutor that might be haunted. It'll like Snow White's cottage with a fucking fountain mm-hmm. outside, like a fucking well where I will get my water from every morning <laughs> as the birds chirp on my finger. A lot of people know now that you're here, and so I've been getting tons of messages. So you know how earlier we were talking about babies, like, ¿Y los niños pa' cuando? Mm-hmm. I'm getting more of, ¿Y tú y Joanna pa' cuando? Oh, I love that for us. They're like, oh my God, like, when are you and Joanna going to make videos now? Or like, when are we going to see you guys doing stuff physically together in the same room? So I've been getting a lot of that lately. (laughs) Well, let's do it. I mean, now that I'm settled officially, Mm -hmm. let's plan something and surprise everyone with the amazing things we make together. And we'll invite Gaby and I'll meet your dog finally and sneeze and probably get asthma. And I think we should totally we should totally do something in person. We should record a podcast in person. Yeah, absolutely. I it's so weird because I I don't remember the last time I saw you in person. I literally don't. And I have this expectation that you're really small. Well, I am. So so keep it that way. I feel like you're an average. Like yeah, you're short, but I have this image of no, you. No, being- I'm five. I'm five foot one. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna tower over you. Yeah, you are. I actually am that small. Most people think that I'm tall. Because I'm like, I guess my my body proportions yeah. are like long and they don't look yeah. like a short per. I have no idea. You don't have like a little round face. Do you know what I'm saying? Like my arms are very long. Like look at my arm. It's just like. <laughs> look at my arm <laughs> as she angles it towards the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> like, oh yeah, you're right. Your arm looks very long in these two inches. I see. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it is. You know what's happening to a lot of people, and it ha- it's happened to me a lot since I've been here, is I've been seeing people I've only met through Zoom. Oh, wow, yeah. And sometimes I don't even recognize them. Talking about expectation versus reality, <laughs> I, I've met people, and I'm like, they're like, oh, my God, Joanna. And I'm like, hi. Oh, I- I'm sorry. I don't remember you. And they're like, um, I was in the writer's room you were in for four and a half months. We saw each other on Zoom every day. And I'm like, oh, my God, Sebastian? I, I didn't recognize you. It's like, it's his same face. Why did I not recognize him? It is freaky. Him? I don't know. Some people do look entirely different. I think I affect people a lot with their expectations versus reality of me because I, again, people associate me with abuela. So half the time people don't even recognize oh. me because I'm this like mm-hmm. short chick who dresses in all black and like, you know, kind of grunge alternative clothes for the most part. Like I don't, I don't dress like how one would expect me to dress, I guess, because I'm, all my content is so Miami and so Cuban and so Caribbean that they expect me to maybe mm-hmm. either look like an abuela or walk around with like hoops. <laughs> and I don't know, I think like dress like, I guess, how characters. a Miami girl would dress like. Yeah, like, and that's just not how I dress. Like, I'm always wearing like my Doc Martin boots and my style is very different from Miami fashion. So I think when people meet me, they're kind of almost disappointed. Like, when I've done meet and greets, they're like, is Abuela going to be there? I'm like, bitch, no, it's going to be me. And they're like, oh. I am her. Oh. I think, uh, do, do they not understand the concept of, like, suspending disbelief? Yeah, like, but they, abuela but they is want a Abuela. They don't want me because I'm so different in real life from Abuela. Like, I, even when I did right. the live recently, talking about the fact that I didn't make a secret baby... Some people are like, you sound gringa. I was like, what? What? 
Yeah, I guess they expect me to like talk like this, bro. Like, hey guys, pompey don't king kong. Like, I don't know. I don't know what they're expecting of me. Like that I'm supposed to be like a super kuanasa. Oye, hacere. Que And like have like a croqueta sticking out of my ear hole. I don't know what they're expecting. But mira, I am super kuanasa, but I'm also just me. I don't fucking know. So I think people have like, they freak out when they see me in person or like live as myself because they're like, what? This is Abuela? I think people expected me to be like angrier and more aggressive. And then they meet me and I'm like, hi, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry can I, do you mind if I slip in your room? <laughs> like, oh, what's your name? Oh my God, so nice to meet you. Like, you know, and they're like, oh, I thought you were going to be kind of a bitch. <laughs> Because <laughs> you're ranting all the time. Uh, okay, so Jenny, in person, we will be shooting stuff. We need to record the podcast in person. We will make this happen. Let's make this expectation become a reality. Yeah. And look at that. We just looped it into the theme of the episode that we sort of barely touched upon. <laughs> this will be the year that we finally see each other more than once. Yes. And now I know yes. when I saw you last. It was at Hispanicize where we were on that animation panel. Yeah, I remember. Damn. That was in 2019. Yeah. That was three years ago. Yeah. That was almost a high school ago. Dude. I, do you think about time in these terms? I do. I'm always All like, the time. man, uh, one high school ago, one middle school ago, one college ago. But I have to stop thinking about time in that way because I'm like, wow, all that I changed in high school and a high school ago, I was pretty much doing the exact same thing and I look exactly the same and nothing has changed except my allergies have gotten worse. Like, what the fuck? But anyway, I digress. <laughs> It's 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 my birthday weekend and I have an appointment to get a massage because um because wow. of the stress my back has seized and I can't move my arms all the way back because I'm I was so stressed that my entire back is like as hard as a granite countertop I'm gonna go get Jesus someone to pound fucking it fucking out Christ well you go get your birthday pounding. <laughs> this podcast has changed us now we're gonna be on next week's episode how was the pound town pound pound what i don't know where we're going with this kevin you'll fix this okay well this is a good time to end the podcast this is definitely we should have ended a while ago all right jenny you're right it was nice i'll see you in person soon yes see you soon Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. Let go with Ego. Existen dos tipos de personas en el mundo. Los que prefieren un desayuno dulce con frutas, dulce de leche y un jugo de naranja. Y los que prefieren un desayuno salado con chorizo, huevos rancheros y un café. Pero sin importar qué tipo de persona eres, hay algo que a todos les va a gustar. Los crujientes y esponjosos Ego Waffles. Ya sea que te guste un desayuno salado, con huevos o salsa picante encima de tus waffles, o seas más dulcero y los prefieras con mantequilla y miel. Encuéntranos en el pasillo de desayunos congelados. Lego with Ego.